The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Eat Sleep List. I'm one of your hosts, Dan Torres. With me, as always, is my co-host, my friend Matt Johnson. Hello, brother. Hello. How are you? It is so great to see you again. Um, we had a fun time doing my brother's podcast, What's Going On, earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Oh my god! I congrats again on uh, 50 episodes, Tyler and Ben. Yes. For what's going on. Two good friends of ours, two people who have been on here in the past as well. They have. Uh, have. Another good friend of ours um, we have on today. He is uh, one of the co-hosts of the Two Point Conversation. He is one of the co-hosts of, oh my God, your Star Wars podcast, Escape. Airing of Grievances. Airing of Grievances. He also does uh, Crafting and Drafting. Yes, sir. And the uh, Out of Tune podcast, once a month podcast, uh, dealing with music. But my good friend, a multi-time guest, this might be fifth or sixth time on the show. We have a lot of people who have been on pretty frequently, but everybody welcome back. My good friend, Mr. Brian Finch. Brian, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, not too much. Not too much. I uh, I have a reputation to uphold on this show, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad that it was recognized and, dare I say, celebrated uh with an invention for this certain episode which i love <laughs> yes uh, uh, i will own it 100 percent. you are immortalized i'm actually gonna buy i'm gonna make you a shirt that just says the brian timer <laughs> um that is what's going on today we're so we're in a little bit of a time a uh, little bit of a time crunch little bit. our good friend dan he has a show tonight in uh, North Tonawanda at time of recording. So we got roughly like an hour 20 25 minutes to get this thing going or so and underway. And we have 30, 30 items uh, combined on our list to mm-hmm. do uh, today. I'll actually let you run through. Yeah. Today we have um, 10 different. How, I'm trying to still think of how to phrase this. We'll just like, call it the time travel, the time list. travel list. So it's it's our time travelers list. It's 10 either eras or places or moments in our lives that we wish we could travel back to or relive or, um, you know, just explore some of those areas. This is a very unique one because it's not really limited to like specific things. It can no. really be. So I'm really interested to see like what you guys came up with. Brian, was this hard for you to uh, go through today? Well, um, it may be now if I have to stick to just my life. <laughs> <laughs> We did cover this topic uh, for crafting and drafting. We did. And uh, it turned out to be one of our more controversial episodes, thanks to me. Yeah, no one's shocked. Um, <laughs> I felt justified, though, by some of my selections. Uh, I'm not the only person that would go back and kill Hitler. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sure, there's a few million people, dare I say, billion people uh, that would do the same. Yeah. Um is that what we're doing or 
or, or yeah, we- it's like a little bit of both. It's it's whatever like moments in history you yeah. wish you could travel back to um different period. Like it doesn't have to really be limited to things. Just like ten things if you had a time machine you would go do. Yeah, that's so what could, I should say. That's yeah, like yeah. even even future like going to the future. I did have a have a little bit of uh at at one moment I was like oh maybe the future and I ended up taking it out for something else. But yeah, it's pretty unlimited. Whether it's you being it, you know, within your, uh, within your own body, right, in control of your body at that time, or maybe just seeing something from a, you know, just from a different perspective, uh, kind of one of those things. So yeah. So without further ado, because we're on this time crunch too, thanks to yours truly. Um, <laughs> travel time, time travel episode with a time crunch. With Gotta a time it. crunch, so it's all time related today. Uh, so Brian, why don't you kick things off with your number 10, sir? The Brian timer is started. Uh, the first one actually was easier than I was planning on. And the main reason is because I'm trying not to hit all the same things that I would have drafted on crafting. So here's a brand new event and I'm going to have some caveats as we go through these. And, uh, this one comes with this. Uh, I'm in a completely safe bubble, whatever that takes to keep me safe and not die where I'm, it's kind of like if you were to like have a portal more or less into a specific moment. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm viewing it. I'm, in, I'm, I'm bringing um, bringing all the sensories in, but nothing can kill me uh, because I'm going back to see Pompeii. Ooh, I want it's morbid, but <laughs> the vast destruction that happened and this is severe um, shaping of a landscape and the wiping off of a civilization, you know, is, is didn't happen a lot, thankfully, in our lifetime. Maybe Atlantis, maybe, maybe. Uh, but this was for sure happened. And it's something I've been fascinated with uh, since I was a kid. So I would go back and watch the destruction of Pompeii. It was one Man. of the first things that I learned about history wise. I think back in like first or second grade. And uh it was crazy, right? Like they were uncovering like people like huddled like 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 in the uh just just like all like compressed, like you know what I mean? Like laying down on the ground hiding. Yeah. It was uh pretty surreal. But it was one of those first things I do remember talking about uh, talking about. It's it's such a bizarre event. I met, I know we're history buffs. Brian, I I take it you're a history buff yourself oh, too. Yeah. Like yeah. it it uh it's one of the most fascinating events that's ever occurred ever and how well preserved it is is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh very good, Brian. That was a great way to kick us off. Great job, guys. Man. 20 seconds underneath. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was just gonna ask how we did. <laughs> Two minutes, eleven seconds. Good job. Let's go. <laughs> Twenty well, seconds of vamp. That's all that time we saved is gonna go away. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Uh, Matt, your number ten, sir. All right, my number ten. Uh, I'm gonna go with a another a time travel one as well. Um, all done. It's all time travel. I'm gonna go back to history. Uh, I'm a big. I, my favorite time period is settling of America, colonial times, going up to maybe like 1830. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite era of history. And one of my favorite U.S. presidents was uh, a guy by the name of James Monroe. And he, with a lot of policies um, and a lot of American ingenuity for the time, brought in an era of good feeling. 
right? Uh, there wasn't so much conflict between, uh, you know, uh, pol- like political parties. And we had just come off of the War of 1812, and everybody's feeling really, really good in American times. Um, well, mostly everybody. But, you know, it, for, for me to see, you know, Amer- I've always... I always loved to envision what America like looked like structurally back in the day before we got all these roads and before, you know, all these buildings and how high can we get our buildings? I've always loved the idea of that, what it looked like naturally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I go to the state park all the time. Like, what did this place look like? like could I, how close could I get to Niagara Falls, the brink of the falls before it became, okay, we got to do this. We got to put, guardrails and we got to do this and that and this and i just i don't know i think out of everything like you know don't want to really live during the american revolution uh don't really want to live through the war of 1812 don't want to be a part of that but i think if i could get a vibe of of what life was like back then you know the beginning of steam power and 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 all this stuff i think it'd be a great thing that would be so interesting. I think that's a really interesting era to pick too, uh, as far as the political climate, because we haven't seen anything like that really since then. Our political climate has always been like hostile and like divided and everything like that. So it would be interesting to see kind of where we came from. Everybody's at peace. Everybody's happy. There's pride. Beat the British. Yeah. The second time. Yeah, instead, instead we're just all fighting each other. It, so. Oh, it's horrible! It's horrible. Well, but what what years are these? Are we talking? Is this fifteen to, to like twenty five? Eighteen, fifteen to twenty five. Okay, a little early to start seeing the um, conflicts show up in the South. Correct, because uh, like in the eighteen thirties to the eighteen forties, you can start seeing how there's going to be problems in the U.S. Um, Rightfully so. And he got to escape that. So I get that. I get this is this is still happy go lucky time right. for some people in the country. Yeah. Not all fan. I'm not, not all it's never always some good. It's never all good. <laughs> right. No. But all right. So yeah. So there's my number nine. Uh Dan. Well, would you the, stay locally real oh. quick before we move on? Would you stay locally? Or would you want to go out to Washington DC? What's your plan? Oh well, Washington DC wasn't really the hub of it wasn't the capital. I think it was still in New York at that time or Philadelphia. I thought they burned down the White House in 1812. Yeah, but the White House was in a different spot. It wasn't in Washington Yeah, at that time. They they moved it. I am not a history buff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I would like to see this area kind of spring up because Niagara Falls, I think, was founded around like 18, like the, the, around that time period, like the city. So yeah. I, would, I would like to see it. The Great Lakes, right? The Erie Canal. You know, it's starting to sprout up. All the, everybody working on the Erie Canal. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so my number ten, I uh, Brian, I have to jump back to something you said earlier, where you were talking about on your other list. You said you would go back in time and kill Hitler. I did think of doing <laughs> my honorable mention is the only person I think I would go back and do something to is I'd probably go back and hit Joel Schumacher with a shovel before he could make Batman forever and Batman <laughs> and Robin. But that's that's the only one that I had to leave that off the list because I can't really inflict violence on that man. It's not his fault. <laughs> um, but I so it's for my cocaine, right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so my number 10 um. I have this very general, but I want to go back to uh, dinosaur times. Probably Jurassic era would be 
like if I had to pick a specific period, that would be it. Um, it, Again, like Brian said, if I can be like protected within that and know that I can't be harmed and yeah. just have like the means to like travel and just observe the world as it is, that would be the most amazing experience. Could you imagine Bring a video like, camera? Yeah. Oh my God. The nature just being totally untouched, all the growth everywhere, how beautiful like certain areas must have been. Yeah. But then like, I want to see how big freaking dinosaurs were in real life. I think that would be it's the closest thing to monsters we've ever had on this. Yeah. Planet. Did they, did they look like giant, you know, birds like they, like they say, or do they look like they did in Jurassic Park? Yeah, exactly. And I, I, God, I hope it's the Jurassic Park version. Cause it's just, that's what I want my heart of hearts to believe. <laughs> um, but my number 10 would be, I would love to go back to the Jurassic era, let's say, and see dinosaurs totally untouched. I love that. Yeah, I really do. Maybe someday John Hammond's dream will come true. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll open a Jurassic Park or something like so I'm that. I'm saying, you gotta, you, absolutely. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Five-year-old to... Probably 12, 13 year old Brian right now is just like fist pumping that answer. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. That was my my younger brother. Shout out to my brother, Ben, again. Uh, but he was so into dinosaurs that the one night he cried himself to sleep because they were extinct. He, <laughs> he, he was like he was like six at the time. But I just always He's remember adorable. That. Oh, oh God. adorable. I love that. Yeah, he was. Uh, so I love cool. him even more now. Yeah, man. Uh, so, all the Torres boys are very good. <laughs> we try. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, the Torres tribe is solid. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. To dad, dad, cousins, everybody, uncle, yeah. everybody. The, the, hey, you're a bachelor party thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's very true. Um, yes, but that's my number ten. On to our number nine on this list. Brian, lead us off. Once again. Again, staying away from anything I would have hit on a previous show that I recorded. Uh, I do wish you'd go and check that out, though, by the way. Um, in comparison, though, today's theme is most definitely going to be moments, uh, strictly, not de- not decades, not many years, not existing in another generation. Uh, first one off the list today, uh, I'd love to go back and see the Beatles playing on the rooftop. Hell yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'd love it. And and go back now. Go back as my age with my love of the Beatles built from my parents with that understanding of this momentous moment. And ha- I get to appreciate it unlike any of the other people there. Half those people there didn't know what what the hell was going on. They didn't even know it was the Beatles. <laughs> a lot of people had no clue that it was the Beatles. It took a while. So, yeah. I would I would be diving into uh, that day. I didn't look up the date. I'm lame. I know, uh, but the day that they played on the rooftop and it was the last time they ever appeared live together. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I fell in love with it. It took me a little while because so I was like, I didn't understand the appeal of the Beatles when I'm growing up with like Nickelback and Creed, right? Peak music. And I'm just like, ah, oh, these Beatles guys are so lame. But when I hit eighth grade and we actually had a music, like our music class was music, rock and roll history from the 50s onward, I really grew a new appreciation for the Beatles. I That's why I discovered, uh, I think it was LimeWire. Mm, I was yeah. just downloading their music all the time. Like, wow, this is good shit. Listen, all I'm saying is the Beatles didn't write how you remind me. That's uh, That's <laughs> all I'm saying. 
I know. I can't. It's hard for me to listen to Nickelback now, just because I just like the quality. It's just. Uh, I could still no. I for me, I, it still touches an era of my life that I just can't give up on <laughs> just yet. Uh, Brian, that was excellent, uh, and we'll come back to that too because I have one that's kind of similar to it on my list. Uh, Who's your favorite Beatle? It's George Harrison. George Harrison. Dude's underappreciated as a guitar player. He is. I respect that. I, you know what? I have to go with Ringo Starr because he was the OG. Uh, like, oh, I forget what his character's name. There was a character on um the Thomas the Tank Engine show that was like a little conductor. Uh, yeah, the conductor. Yeah, yeah like, it was like a little conductor or something. Not like Sir Topham Hat. No, but oh. it was like Mister. It was I can't remember what the hell his name was. Um, but Ringo played him when I first started watching. The really? Show. Yeah. So it was like, that was, I always had that connection. I was like, Oh, I know him. Like he was a Beatle. Like that's, that's that guy from Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, that's it, so cool. Him and George Carlin could be the same person minus the accent difference. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, Matt, you're number nine. All right. My number nine, I'm going to go with another historical one of me just kind of going back just to experience the experience. Uh, World War. I'm a big war history guy. Like that's that's my mo, right? I love like that for some reason. You know, I have my time period, but for some reason, I love learning and understanding about war. I hate war, but I love reading about past war, the the evolution, the history of war. And I, unfortunately, you know, one of the greatest conflicts of all time, uh, and greatest, I mean, on a bigger scale, was World War Two. Uh, literally, the the major world powers were at war, trying to stop. Uh, it, you know, the, 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 the third Reich with Hitler, uh, Benito Mussolini's, uh, you know, fascism in Italy. And then of course, Imperial Japan, who had just really sprouted up and industrial industrialized really quickly. Um, I would love to be anywhere. I, I see videos and stuff all the time, but they don't have sounds. You read about it all the time, but I would really, really love to be somewhere in America on VE day when, when, when. Germany signs the pretty much the armistice that we're done. Hitler's dead. The German, the, the Reich is defeated and the, the, the allies have won uh, in Europe, at least. I know the, the victory in Japan would take a couple uh, weeks, months, a little bit later than that, but it was May, 1945. You know, they said that the cel- celebrations were just massive, right? Oh, I can imagine, you know, and, and it's so weird because nowadays when, when war happens, uh, you know, there's in understandably so there's like, OK, what are we doing here? And it's and and the soldiers, the, the troops aren't even though they're mostly just kind of pawns in a grand scheme of things. They're not as celebrated. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'd love to be there, you know, just just cheering. We're so happy. Hitler's dead. Right. The Third Reich is done. World War Two is won uh, by the good guys, at least so we think. So, you know, from our perspective, uh, and, and certainly against Hitler, we definitely were. So uh, it, it's it's one of those, you just be part of the celebrations, uh, you know, that, that, that'd be something for me. Yeah, that's a really interesting way to look at that, because I was trying to think of war related ones that would be like less uh, traumatizing in a sense to like it's... be there and watch. Like, I wouldn't want to be there for D-Day, right? Like that. Oh, would be... hell no. Like that'd be too. I wouldn't be able to get over that. No. Um. But uh, that's a really, really cool, like celebratory thing to be able to relate to or want to go back to. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. 
Yeah, really, really good number nine, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, so my number nine, we can kind of go back to Brian a little bit again. Uh, is Woodstock uh, Woodstock '69 is so my? Close. I was so close. Yeah, I I thought about because I've gone to Bonnaroo twice, and I thought about what if I would go? Would I go back to Bonnaroo and like do a different lineup? Because you could do it so differently every time if you wanted to, right? And it's so comfortable that you could just go explore the grounds if you wanted to too. It's really? so much fun. It's Bonnaroo's the if you're going to a music festival and you're like I hate music festivals, that's the one to go to because it's that like sounds like something I need to go. To yeah, then. you would just you. Can't camp outside of it and then you do a 10 minute walk you go in you can go out whenever you want people aren't obnoxious everybody's really nice and it's all about just being together but it's that's how i imagine woodstock felt and that's what brought me to that is i was like well i would want to see where it all comes from like why people want to be a part of this vibe and like the, uh, the OG Woodstock has so many just legendary artists on it Janis Joplin um it's Santana Hendrix was there, right? Uh, yep, CCR. Uh, let's see, can heat Jefferson Airplane. Yep, yep. I was just looking at them. Uh, if they had so many names on here who are just immortal acts now, and I just want to see what the hell the scene was like during that, like people experiencing that together for the first time, and like being just wasted in every way too. It's wasted in a good that. way though, yeah. right? It was it was a loving way. Uh you know, not so much like uh like Woodstock ninety nine. Like no. you guys did you guys watch the hit documentary? Sure did. Brian, did I you did watch not. it? No, I did not. I did watch Woodstock ninety nine live though. Oh you did? Yeah. My brother paid for the pay per view. Uh so my brother was supposed to go and the guy he was gonna go with Bailed at the last second, kind of more or less bailed at the, uh, enough time where it's like, well, I don't have enough time to go now. Um, and he just paid for the pay per view instead. Pie for the best, honestly. Wow. Watch the documentary. It's on Netflix. It's uh very enlightening. It was really crazy, but dude, those the people who ran that event were in so much over that they were in way over their head. Yeah, it's weird to think that so many big acts were on that show too like the corn segment of that will always be just unbelievable Not, to nothing me. nothing screams woodstock like corn and lip biscuit yeah well <laughs> d- there's there's a there's very famous of uh footage of dmx doing rough riders anthem to this cr- this sea of people that's from that like these people are just as far as the eye can see you can see and he's on stage like he has the crowd in his hand, which is I'm a huge DMX fan. So his downfall will always be one of the saddest things ever oh, to for, me. For sure. Um, but like that's a peak moment for him because every the whole crowd is singing his words. Um, but yeah, it, it, the OG Woodstock would just be an incredible experience. And because I love different periods of history so much, I would love to see the late 60s and the early 70s and just the free love and everything they were about. Um, yeah, number nine, that's why it comes in there. That's a great choice, dude. Yeah, yeah. it almost made my list. I hate, I'm mean, not a music festival guy, so I might, my anxiety would probably be through the roof, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, oh, my, yeah, it's bad. My my wife's anxiety is the worst on the planet, and she loved Bonnaroo. She well, loved it. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bad thing about Bonnaroo, though, is uh, it's in Tennessee in the middle of summer, which means... 90 degrees and 90% humidity. Yeah. 
That yeah, sounds like a uh, a lot of deodorant. A, a lot of deodorant, but the shows go till like one or two o'clock in the morning. So when you're it, when it's late at like eight oh, o'clock, oh, nice. it's so beautiful. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. The best. Uh, all right, on to our number eights for this list, Brian. Well, let's keep the theme rolling on music, and uh, I could swap swap this performance with so many other throughout the years, but. It's become iconic to me, a uh, little-known, diehard fan of this guy. Uh, I'm going to Folsom Prison to see Johnny Cash. Ooh. Hell yeah. Now, I love that. Not as a prisoner, because that's like the best maybe three hours of your time there, Where and you know, and then you're back to hell. Um, I, I'm, I'm dipping out after three. You know, whenever <laughs> that's, that's done. All right, guys, like... I gotta go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just here for the music. That album's amazing. Yeah, his interaction yeah. with the prisoners, how honest he is about the whole thing. It it was so. Jo- Johnny Cash has become more my favorite artist of all time. Like, really is like top five easily. Um, not his whole catalog, but like if you take in like the person he was, the person he is, how how human he was yeah i mean the man the man was you know in a dark place listen to sunday morning coming down and the man is spilling his soul to you of like listen i was down in the gutter mm-hmm. you know i i was this close to just ending it all and, and being an absolute you know just horrible junkie because he was and like him and elvis and those guys in the early days man they were junkies mm-hmm. but he shook it thanks to his wife but you know, everyone needs someone, and thank God he had her, because or else I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him, um, and his Cadillac. But it, specifically that time to be in Folsom Prison, oh my God, that would have been insane. That's he, super- he created like a new genre of like people started going to prisons and trying out stuff. They'd bring new band members along. Like if this dude, if this bass player can play here, he can play anywhere. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But then Jeff Ross tried to do, he did like stand up at, at, at like a jail or a prison or something like that. People, yeah, yeah. dude. It, there's it's, it's a thing. It. There, well, there's something about it that it just, it, it takes it down, your art down to the exact reason why you're performing it, right. which is I want to make people forget about their troubles for just a little bit of time. That is a actually really good statement about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a fantastic choice to good put call, in there. buddy. Good call. It's Johnny Cash, right? It's, you didn't get to see him play live, so it's a once in a life. It's legit. Like this, that's peak Johnny Cash. Like one of his best moments of being a, a recording artist, a, a performer. I was I was only a fan of his music, like a diehard fan, where like I listened to him regularly at work. Um, just a few years before he passed. So like, right. I didn't even have like the full time of like, I'm a diehard Johnny Cash. Like my grandparents probably listened to, it, and I probably tuned it out like a, you know, little kid. Like, right. Right. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing back then. That's uh, we're, we're all like that with certain things that we probably could have harder experienced earlier in life and just didn't realize it. Uh, but that's, yeah, two really great shows on your list, two really iconic shows in the history. Those are really good picks. Uh, number eight, Matt. Number eight for me. All right. This is one of my favorite vacations of, of all time. This is uh, Disney World in 2000. We went. We had two weeks. My dad is coming off a really good year of uh, year of work. 
Uh, for some reason, Easter break was like a, a, a maybe like a week and a half long. Based, I don't know how that happened, but we were legit gone for two weeks on the road. Spent lots of time at Disney World. We did some of the parks multiple times. Universal Studios, uh, and we did SeaWorld that year too. But this is our second time to Disney. The first was in '97, but this is our first time as a whole family. My brother. Oh, God, was like 10 months old at the time, which was very daring to bring a nine, 10 month old child uh, <laughs> to Disney World. But I, I give my parents kudos to that. One of my favorite memories of, of him, though, uh, we were picnicking on the way there and uh, he was like, we we're trying to get him to sit up on a blanket. And my mom's filming around and looking around and all of a sudden my brother just his head's just too big and he falls forward. <laughs> On the blanket, he's just sitting there, he's sitting there smiling and just just falls forward. And he was fine. He wasn't crying or anything. There's also a really great picture of him eating ice cream uh, at Mickey Ears Ice Cream Bar in the bathtub. I posted that on social media multiple times. That's from that vacation. But to have two weeks in Disney World, two weeks to be away from reality uh, with your whole family was great. And I take a lot of pride in that one. So Disney World 2000. Yeah, that's awesome. That's they were doing their Millennium Parade, too, which is a really big deal in Epcot, whole show. But, yeah, that's like watching, you know, you watching your brother hang off the damn uh, the, 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 the sky lift thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just him falling that. He did another thing a couple of years ago. Uh, after that, my parents got one of those leash things, so we didn't want to get lost. He was like, it was like 2002. So this is two years later. And right in the middle of Main Street, Magic Kingdom, he got on all fours and started barking like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> And my dad just he just took it off and and he he's like, all right, we're done with the, the kid leash. We're done with that. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, that was the end of that real quick. <laughs> Any kid that's looking to get out of that, that's a real easy way to do it. <laughs> so this was two thousand? Yeah. I was eight going on nine. Yeah, he was nine or ten months old. You were there February two thousand? Oh, it was uh April. April. Oh uh, April. Even still, I was there in October 99. Were you really? Wow. Wow. We were the so 14 year old. Wow. Yeah. I loved it. We went night. Yeah. 97 was the first year and the, the, the castle was all candied up. They had the whole candy design. It was like their 25th anniversary. Um, I went there a lot. I do miss it. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was cool. We were supposed to go in 99, but <sighs> my dad, you know, just had to not wear a condom and my brother came along. <laughs> So what we'll do here, Matt, is, um, as you know, um, I have two little girls and I'm yeah. planning on them. So I'll let you know when we're looking and we'll save up for it and you'll come with. I like the sound of that. Oh, yeah, I would. Very cool. I'm happy that you're going to take the girls down there. Uh, man, well, they bring it up every two weeks. <laughs> well, good. Happening for two years, but they're bringing a bring. They're going to bring it up until then. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's the right age to do it too. I think you you got to get them when they're young and can you know see their the smiles on their faces. You know when, when you get older and go down to Florida and it's hot, you're like, oh my god, the air conditioning, and oh my god, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. But when you're there, you're just enthralled with the magic of it all, and it's just that, like as a parent, I'm sure that was really cool for my own. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, oh, it was probably so awesome. Never been to Disney, but I digress. I gotta, I gotta do that. Oh yeah, I would time. say so. Go there right now. 
I know. Let's go, let's <laughs> go now. Cut the podcast off. Go to Disney. Oh, I'm Just saying in his, in his time traveling machine. Oh, yeah, I could. you could. I'm going to Disney. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. So my number eight is kind of general, but uh, if I could and I had the opportunity with the time machine, I would go back to my childhood and have one more day with my three original like best friends, like as the OG group. Mm, yeah. And we never did like anything specific a lot. Like we would hang at Steve's. We would uh, play video games in his basement for a while. Then we go to my friend Jimmy's and just play soccer in his front yard. And then like we just like we lived so close that we could just get get on our bikes and like just go wherever. And I miss those days, like now having the responsibilities and like us like being in different states and things like that. That's hard. makes it. Yeah, it makes it hard. We're still just as close. And we every time we're in town together, like we all get together and like do something. But um you know, those days were just the best because you don't realize what you have back then that you that you're going to be missing out on. Like, yeah, later in life, like going to 7-Eleven and just like stocking up on everything uh, in the on store pop and yeah. chips. Yeah. I, and like it's shit I still do. But like now I'm a grown sad man and it just looks worse. I, I seen it one time on Twitter or Facebook and it was like you never realized the last time you hung out with like you're one of your best friends. You never uh, realized in the moment. Yeah. You never yeah. realize it's your last time, but sometimes it happens. And it's like it it it's that's just a hard it's a hard pill for me to swallow. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends over the years and it's like, God damn, what 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 changed? You know, what went wrong? Yeah. Crazy. I agree. That's a that's a great memory, dude. Yeah. So that's my number eight for that reason. Um on to our number seven, Brian. Well, um feeling a lot of pressure. <laughs> to bump something off my list and go back and enjoy something of my own life. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I'm going to do that here, though. Um, no, we're not going to do that. We are uh, we're going to witness one of the more amazing moments and incredibly scary moments and sad moments in the history of mankind, which uttered this phrase. I am the destroyer of worlds and I will witness the first explosion from a nuclear device mm. when they tested the very first one. Mm. I don't need to go to Hiroshima. I don't need to see that. No. Even though I already went and saw Pompeii, which is like nature's <laughs> version of that. Yeah. In a way. Actually, exactly in that. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly like that. That's very strange. Uh, but it it changed everything for the good for for some things, for the bad for other things. I've kind of grown up, and you know me, Matt. Uh, and you know Dan, you know me. You know a little less than Matt, but you know getting there, getting yeah. There. Uh, I I don't go with the flow when it comes to common thought based on history, right. So history would tell you we had to drop the atom bomb or else we'd have to invade. But doesn't that just sound like propaganda as you grow up? No. Yeah. 38 years old. That's an easy way. To, that's that's a nice way to sell it. Like you spared 100 million lives and, and, you know, for several thousand, hundreds of thousands of lives for Japanese. So. Mm -hmm. A person is a person. A human is a human. I love you all as long as you love me. 
and I wish this event upon no one. But if I have a chance to witness history, that's one of those things that change that we can never take back. No, and one hasn't been used ever since, to my knowledge, right? Hiroshima and Nagasaki, it's been yeah. that, but constant threats, and it's like, oh, it's you know, we're getting to that point right now mm-hmm. uh, in, in our history, and it's like, it's oh, it's so nerve-wracking. It's always going to It's India it's, and Pakistan, it's always there in the back of your mind. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, who wants, to, who wants to live like that? But the fact that we were the first to use it, it's like, oh, uh, it's it's dark and gross. It's really gross. Yeah. But yeah, that uh that line you referenced too, that's one of the most chilling uh recordings ever. Uh two people laughed, two people cried, most were just silent. That's that line always sticks with me from that. It's it's horrifying. But that would be as an event in history, you can't deny the the effect it had on the world right and, and our world is what it is because of that um so i think that's a very very good choice for that really good brian uh, yeah man. different one very unique in that regard but you are right it's a it's it's one of those things where um it's awesome in 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 the weird you know it's sometimes the most negative of ways yeah and, and, you know we've all watched it but then again have we have any of us really watched it Right. People that watch that kind of thing, they don't watch anything else anymore. Right. So. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really good. Uh, Matt, you're number seven. All right, my number Top seven. That. What's that? Top that. that. I don't know if I can. Um, no, I'm kidding. Don't do I'm gonna that. I'm gonna go back to my senior year of high school, February of two thousand and nine. One, because this is when Bitcoin was born. Two oh. Because uh, this is my final stretch of wrestling in high school. I'd be a very rich man if I just had the the wherewithal, the foresight uh, to invest in Bitcoin. But I'm wrestling in my final uh, wrestling tournaments as a high school wrestler. And there's always these what ifs, right? I always think back, you know, all the knowledge that I've I've accrued since then. I, I have that that thought so much in life, right? Like. Oh God, you know, if I only knew then what I knew now. And there's a lot of instances where like I I wish I could change things that happen in my my normal life, social you know, social socializing with friends, socializing with family that I wish I could change. But also that stuff has kind of made me the person who I am. As far as an athletic competition goes, me doing better, me performing, you know, wrestling better. You know, I ended up finishing sixth in New York State my senior year. I know I could have done better. And it, it 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 drives me nuts most days. I, it, as a you know, just a like, oh god, I could have been so much better than I was. I wish I was. Um, so that that plays a big part in it too. You know, wrestling at sectionals, wrestling at states in Albany at the Times Union Center. I just I wish I could have podiumed a little bit higher, mm-hmm. a lot higher. But yeah, I think that's 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 one thing. You know, it would have been cool to hang my hat on. Yeah, love that. I I definitely feel that we've. I think we've all had those moments too, where there was something that we were like, oh, I wish I could redo this because I definitely like could have done this a little bit yeah. better, done that, and like, or maybe I wouldn't have done this this night. Or, uh, but you know, some of those things just make us better, and I think I feel like we grow from those experiences too, in some way. Oh, for sure. But to get them back would just be. I feel like regular life situations you can kind of make you can make up for, but something. <laughs> as like locked in like 
something in high school, right? You can't go back. It's your senior year. That's that was your last shot at doing it. Yeah. That's the stuff I would, it, you know, it, it, it sometimes it keeps me up at night. Some only sometimes, but only sometimes. but that would be the one. So, yeah, I feel that um, my number seven is a little bit morbid because this is the one. It, Seven's by, the morbid list. Yeah. Uh, morbid one, I guess. I guess um, <laughs> this is my one like. And I guess I can't really say that, but this is one of my violent acts on this list. And um, I would like to go back to the day that JFK was assassinated. Hmm. Um, Not because I want to witness him being assassinated. I want to see what the hell happened. Right. I want to be able to like figure out like what happened based on all the historical events. Was it the library? Was it here? Was there a second shooter? I want to be able to go back to that day and just have that knowledge of, oh, so that's what happened. What actually happened. And yeah. service uh, officer accidentally discharged his firearm and killed the president. <laughs> that's a theory. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of big theories. There's the mafia ones. There's the Russian, you know, uh, Russian ones, CIA. There's so many different theories. And yeah, to kind of be there and know it's what's coming. Yeah. And to be able to be like, oh, what happened? Like what happened like there. And then ugh, the worst thing with that, though, is if like you follow the facts, you did that. And then it's none of those things. Right. Like, so what you the find hell? something that you find yeah. something brand new. Yeah. Um, but that's one of that's always fascinated me because there's always been so many different theories on what happened and who did it. And if it was Oswald, if it wasn't. Um, and I want to know for sure. I want to know how, how Jack Ruby was connected to the whole thing. Cause he was, we definitely, we found nothing about that. No, after all. Yeah. He just always oh, shot Lee Harvey Oswald and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. There, and there had to be something. Yeah. They had to keep somebody from talking and doing something like that. So I want to know that's my one like secret in history that I want to be there for. And I want to witness. So that's why it's in my number seven. Great choice, dude. Thank Great you. choice. I'm loving all these history ones we're bringing up. I feel like we need to do another history list soon. I think, Brian, you did the one with me, right? That was your yeah. first episode. Hey, I, I'd love to figure out a way to do another history episode. I would love to do and that. And just, just, just go. Yep. Just talk. You got three hours to record. I do. Well, hey, we'll I, make it I work. I would do it. We'll make it work. All I right. We'll think of something. Sure. And we'll bring Brian back on. Yeah. Anytime. For sure. Um. Okay, on to our number six. We're doing good with this, uh, with keeping it. I haven't even been keeping track of time. You guys are just doing great. Yeah, so we're, we're just doing pretty good with the flow now. Uh, number six, Brian, lead it off, my friend. Uh, this one's t- totally unique in the fact that I came up with it just now, but I had an <laughs> idea behind it. Um, I, I wanted to try and figure out, is there something that I could hop in on and benefit from? So, uh, I'm going to involve myself in a robbery. So I want to travel back to 1972 uh, when Emil Dinzio, a professional criminal from Ohio, assembled a gang of six robbers. I would be the seventh and fly them to California where they rented a townhouse and planned a heist on a bank where they had heard Nick Richard Nixon kept a multimillion dollar slush fund. Either either way, they stole thirty million dollars worth of cash and valuables, and it, the whole time you're like, you're telling me like, you got a time machine, you can go and do anything, dude. Go tell me where somebody pulled off an amazing heist, and I'm like, why wouldn't I jump in on that? 
jump in on it and just bounce back to your time. We're like, wow, look at all this money. Deuces. Like, you got to go back a little early, obviously, and build up a relationship. So, like, you can't just drop in. But, like, I do it. I pull it off. And I get to skate out of there with millions of dollars. I'm all the way here for it. Yeah, that's that's I have to, like, stay in the U.S. because it's in U.S. currency. And I had to stay there between 1972 and current time. I guess it could go forward, but who knows what America looks like in the future. Not yeah. risking that. You wouldn't have to pay taxes on it, though, so that's cool. Oh, for sure. And and being from the future, being from the future, if I have a Social Security card, it more or less looks the same throughout the years, probably, right? And yeah. So yeah, I can buy houses and whatnot, and like the money's... I mean, I guess they could try and track the serial numbers, but why would they? It's from 1972. Right. You could go like 18 years in the future and be totally free. Yeah. Yeah, that's very the true. 90s. I didn't I didn't pick, pick that by accident. That was that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. it very good making that one up off the top of your head. It's, well, no, I knew I wanted to oh. involve myself in a heist. I just didn't know which one which heist. I wanted in on. I got I, I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a very good. They ripped off Nixon. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, f Nixon. Honestly, he's <laughs> one of the worst people on the he's planet. He's so bad. Uh, Speaking of Nixon, uh, <laughs> Nixon era, Nixon era. Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna go. My number six is the Fourth of July, which is my favorite holiday, in 1976 to celebrate the uh, the bicentennial of america like i don't know it it just seems like a such a simpler uh, uh maybe i don't know, necessarily want to say simpler time but um but it just a a happier right we were i don't even i don't think we were so divided right we weren't glued to our phones seeing everybody's opinions and just having to attack everybody for for a difference of opinion we all like i feel like we were all kind of united we all kind of like lo- really truly deeply loved each other at the core um, and the 70s weren't perfect by any means. Don't get me wrong. But uh, for me, again, 4th of July, my favorite holiday. I'm probably not going to live to see 2076, right? I'd, well, I'd be like 80-something. Uh, that might be a stretch. I'm not planning on it. But even still, like to be just in that era where things were simpler, you could play probably play jarts, right? People, you know, the government wasn't – they weren't like telling you what you can and can't do with toys, uh, you know, just just stuff like that. You know, just just cool stuff like that. I I, w- I would love to be a part of that. I would just, just keep Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, bicentennial, and it's always a pretty big party. I was I've been watching a lot of videos. Recollection Road on YouTube has been bringing up a lot of cool. I've been learning a lot about the time period. What's that, Brian? Just you just jogged my memory back to our episode that we recorded. On crafting about this, yeah, nineteen seventy six. Hmm. I wonder if someone had a chance to copyright idea about a Star Wars movie. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that's something you could definitely. That do. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can kind of get the jump on, but um, but yeah, I actually thought about that. Probably, if I had an honorable mention bit, it would be seventy seven to see Star Wars when it first came out. Yeah. You did say that in crafting. I did. Not, I did. Not that I'm trying to check you, but I was like, I'm like, dude, in my, literally in my head I'm heard seventy seven I'm like, you could you could like say that you broke Star Wars. You could. Mm-hmm. You could oh you could. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my stop. god. All right. Yeah, Let's that's a great podcast era. and go invent a time machine. Let's go. Yeah. I've really been thinking about that lately. 
about how much I could undo and you know yeah yeah i know I, I look at my fan duel every day and i'm like what can i do to make myself rich <laughs> so i can stop doing this i know <laughs> stupid fancy football shit yeah, yeah some bullshit uh <laughs> uh so mine uh my next one i'm going back to a very uh really really fun day in my life uh i don't have a lot of well i can't say that i have a lot of really good wrestling related days um, but pr- professionally, I don't have a lot that I look back to that. I'm like, eh, this was a really significant day or like, and this one like didn't involve me within the show at all. I just loved being in the environment. Um, I'm talking about ESW brawl fest in 2012. Hmm. Um, it's one of my favorite shows I've ever like just been around to just like help work on or help. Uh, it, the, the people that day were great. It was Kevin Grace's retirement match. Um, they brought in Billy Gunn, Coco Beware, who is just out of his oh, yeah. mind, which was amazing. I just I love that man to death. Uh, and then uh, oh, who was there? Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn was also there. Kevin worked a fantastic triple threat with um, Coconut, and then um, the James, who was in uh, the tag team with Tommy Callahan. Santel, yeah. Santel. I could not think of his last name. Fantastic worker. He always was a solid good dude. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was a solid choice to work on shows. Um, but I remember Kevin bringing the house down that night, too. And that was like the first time that I was like, yep, he went out. They they let him have time finally. And he was able to, like, just do what he does. And it was like that was cool. And then Kevin and I used to do this thing when he first got on the Indies, when any guy who was booked that was like big at the time, we like took pictures with. Yeah. So we had pictures with each of those guys. And I remember our, uh, the picture I took with him and Billy Gunn was like my flip phones background screen for the longest time. Uh, And that was, it was just a great time. The group was great. Um, Brett was always just so good to me yeah. all the time. Like, I love being. It was a good era to um, be at ESW. Will Lucas, Frankie, when yeah. he was, like, first starting out, and like, he was training with us all the time. Like, it, it was it was a great day. And I would just love to go back and, like, just relive that event one more time. For sure. To our listeners, he's referring to our, our friend Kevin Bennett, who's a really, really talented wrestler. He also does uh, music. He's big in, like, the... Uh, like a video game kind of rap style now. Yeah. But he does on YouTube now. Big on YouTube. He does a lot of uh he does like a Buffalo Bills hype song every year, which he does really good at. So uh go check him out. I think it's Fifth Ave Beats. Eighth Ave. Eighth Ave Beats. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. So yeah. Um, shout out Oliver Street. Yes, sir. Ugh. Good choice. That's a good choice. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Top five. Let's get it going, gentlemen. Brian, you're number five. I try to stay away from like eras or non-specific dates moments but i had to break it eventually because i've never seen rome when it was at its highest mm-hmm. Very nice. and that's worth seeing because those people accomplished a lot obviously through a lot of violence and a lot of slavery and a lot of not great stuff but still the human mind even back then like I mean, I don't even know how far back I have to go, but we're talking like BC time. Like you can see, I mean, maybe not, maybe not BC, but at least. No, I think it is a little bit BC. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I don't know it. 
I want to see I, like you can go and see the Coliseum today, but are you really seeing the Coliseum? Right at its peak. Right. right. That's You're the thing not, that's so amazing about work, like how it was used. Like Roman Greece, it's so cool to see. Uh, I mean, even Egypt at that time too, uh, you know, around that time. But how advanced their civilization was, and a lot of those places gave the foundation for what we have today. Yeah. But man, to be there in the peak Roman times, you know, with again with the Colosseum, with the uh, with the, I think they had orgy rooms back then. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, just 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 to be around that like all the time, yeah. right? I think it would be pretty stiff. That's one of the greatest empires in in all of history. It's it's yeah. it's probably a top ten empire in 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 our world's history. Yeah, that it, it's literally if you've ever taken a history class, you have you have learned about you know something you know about Caesar and and and, and you know, Julius Caesar. You know about something about roman history gladiators yeah, yeah everything like that which is we can actually expand on this because this is my number five too is go like, for it yeah in like i i literally had written down gladiator times because like <laughs> i was just like what, what's the general era i could put myself with if that would be there's a lot prehistorically or like in certain areas of history that i look at and i'm like it seems really dirty back then i definitely wouldn't want to go there because like our hygiene now is just so much better. And I hey, just smell houses and things. Yeah, they had like bath houses. They look really nice. Uh, look. The high the the high end people probably look nicer. Probably. Well, we they had a go- very large middle class. That's the whole reason that things like the Coliseum were built. Because they're like, well, we have to keep these people entertained or else they're gonna bitch at us and they're gonna get pissed off and you're gonna come and kill me. And I don't want that. Yeah. So here, go watch this lion tear apart this dude. <laughs> yeah basically yeah and and so like specifically i know a whole bunch about like the coliseum and stuff like that so talking about hygiene uh the term short end of the stick specifically refers to back in the day roman times when they would have a stick with some cloth wrapped around it that you would use to wipe your butt and they would all crap in a trough more or less thing and they would all share the same stick and you would never want to get the short end of the stick my god yeah and <laughs> the coliseum was so badass that you could have a battle um in the morning like a fighting of lions or whatever you find gladiator battles and then all right everyone go home intermission or whatever do what you want come back in the afternoon uh we're gonna have a water battle with uh we're gonna bring out boats and stuff like that and they're gonna battle on boats. That's so cool. That's really yeah, awesome. They could yeah. flood the Coliseum so you could watch a, a naval fight fight. Like <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. That'd be yeah, that, that would be so, so advanced. You could drain it and then and then do it all again the next Go day. back to what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I didn't know about that part. I did not know about that part. Yeah. yeah. So. It was it was it's an amazing era and like yeah it had to end up on my list for those. That's a great choice. That is a really great choice. Both uh, you guys. Thank you. You're number five. My number five. I am going to let's. It's getting tough. Uh, I'm going to go back to the first time I went to Indianapolis. Right. It is uh, November seventh, the weekend of November seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. Uh, it was for like my right before getting married. And I'm like, I'm going to go see Indianapolis for the first time. I'm tired of being told no, tired of being told next year. I'm going. Uh, The game I bought tickets for was on my mom's birthday. And she was a she was a sweetheart. 
Uh, and she's like, yo, it's okay to miss my birthday for this. Go. So me, my dad, uh, my cousin Nick from Rochester, my good friend Mark, we all went and we spent like a day and a half, two days. No, was it? We left Saturday, arrived Saturday night. The game was Sunday afternoon at one. And then we uh, we did a tour of Indianapolis uh, or the stadium Monday morning. And then we drove home. And uh, yeah, never forget it. You know, it's it's it was like, you know, seeing something for the first time. Now I'm like a little bit like numb to it, like a little bit callous, but I still love going there. Mm -hmm. But man, to see that city for the first time. um, Also, shout out. There's a nice uh, stripper lady there. She had blue hair. We call her blue. Not to be confused with the mascot blue of the Colts. But uh, she was great. She picked up the slack of another stripper that I paid for a private dance. She stunk. So wow. Um, she had socks on. It was really weird. Oh, uh, <laughs> what the hell? So lazy. I'm like, did I really pay a hundred dollars for this? She? What are you in Alaska? <laughs> Shout out to Blue. Uh, actually, I can't tell this. I can't tell the other story on, uh, on here. But man, I you know. I, I, I've told I think I've told you before. I would love to. I've always talked about how the only reason I would like start a Patreon is just so I could do like certain after like after dark things that I can't necessarily say on the podcast. Yeah, I would love to like just have those unreleased sessions. Oh, just talk it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll 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 talk. Well, that's a great number five. Yeah. Uh, All right. Top four. Brian, you're number four, sir. Wow, we're already in the top four. Look at us go. I know. I would go back in time to man, I don't want to be morbid. I keep I keep I got two kind of sad ones coming up, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, I would go back and watch the Bills lose Super Bowl twenty (laughs) five. What? What? (laughs) Why the fuck would you do that? and here's the reason why. I was only five years old when that happened, and I only cried because everyone else cried. And I would go back and witness it, knowing I can't change anything about it, and knowing that you know it, it's gonna like the, what the next three years gonna be after too. But like that's how I'll like feel like I finally earned my wings fully as a Bills fan because there's other Bills fans that like. Like, do think about it. Think of us now watching the Bills lose the Super Bowl by a kick that goes wide right, and then it's like infamous. Yeah, so infamous it makes it into like movies and crap. Like, and but I was five years old. Did I cry? Yeah, I remember crying. Do do I think I know why I cried? Not really. <laughs> I cried because everyone else was sad. I don't even fully remember where I was. I think we we're at my grandma's house. That's the other thing. Like, I would, I would, I don't know if I'd want to, I'd have to try and make it to the stadium somehow, right? Good thing I went back to 1972 and robbed all that money. You did. See, it all works out. Good thing you did that first before you did this. Yeah. You set your, you set your grandkids up with that. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're part of the oligarchy now. We're we're part of Illuminati. Deal with it. (laughs) I, I, okay. So your, your justification definitely helps me kind of settle into that pick a little bit but as like a Mets fan 
who's watched my team get the crap kicked out of me every single year since childhood. And especially now when the wound is still fresh of losing the division and then getting eliminated first in the wild card <laughs> and thinking of this season and knowing like, Oh, postseason, Yay. And knowing like how much more we could have, I feel like I just want to like that, like that season you're referring to in particular, I would just want to keep it in the garbage and just like never want to pull it again. I don't know. No, it's fine. I mean, you can't change it either way, right? (laughs) Unless you think you can, I don't know. Maybe I could also go back in time and try and figure (laughs) out if I can get my way into like the bills organization and like influence Marv Levy. Like, Hey man, Hey, 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 Marv. If we could just like move the ball like another four yards, <laughs> try kicking. He's never made a kick on, on grass beyond forty-seven yards. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would. You, for you, I feel like you would buy a ticket, go sit where it went right, right, and just just <laughs> from your seat the whole time. Like, oh damn, yeah. No, uh, go back uh, like a month and a half before and juice up Nor on Norwood's leg. You know, just hey, shoot him up a bunch of steroids. Just toys. the leg, just the leg, yeah, just the leg, Legatron. Here we go. This is not to. This is off topic, real quick. But did you guys happen to see that video that came out from this past weekend of uh, the Eagles fan putting the uh, desktop fan next to his TV so that the Cardinals would miss that field goal? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll have to find it and send it to you guys. Please do. It was fantastic. It was so freaking funny. I don't think that man understands physics. <laughs> <laughs> By any means, baby. I I've, love that. Two games during the season, I've taken my Josh Allen jersey off halfway through the game because we've won two games that way. So I feel like it's a trend every couple of weeks that I have to follow. So I don't know. We We all you. stick to our stuff. Um, Matt, you're number four. All right. So this is where it starts to get a little sad. Um, Labor Day weekend, 2020. All right. Very, very recent. Uh, me, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, and my dog, my first dog, Truder. Uh, we went down, we rented out, uh, my dad's boss's cabin on arcade. He let us have it for the weekend. It was great. Four wheelers, fishing. Uh, everything you could ever dream of and just real, just simple living. It was really nice. Uh, that ended up being the last time that the last weekend, uh, that our unit was together with my dog. Cause he actually passed away like three days later or no, four days later. Uh, we brought him down that he was, he, he lasted a long time. He's 16, 17 years old. Um, he was blind. He was, you know, he was, he was a little in rough shape, but it always like it's always like I smile, but I'm sad because I had no idea. You know what I mean? If, if I had known, I would have spent more time around him knowing that, sure. you know, because all of a sudden three days later, uh, he's not drinking water, not eating. It's like, what the fuck? I, it, 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 it destroyed me on the inside. And it, he actually passed away. I was going on a trip with my uh, Chris Chavez and, and, and Anthony who created this network. I was going on a trip with them to Cranberry Lake. They paid for me to go away, and he went that like that morning. And I was like, "What is what the hell?" Mm-hmm. I was so distraught, but think that it was like it was like perfect, right? It was like the Ultimate Warrior coming back to WWE and then dying the next day, like perfect. Like we got everybody together, 
we, you know, one last time, you know, with, with our first dog, with our first pet and, and, you know, that was kind of, that's kind of it. So that's why that weekend holds, you know, it's so special to me. Yeah. I, uh, I get that because I always associate the, uh, this is going to sound like a weird statement, but the Spider-Man game that came out for the PS4. Yeah. Um, my, my, uh, dog Satch rest in peace, uh, died the day after i picked up that game oh and so the first day i played it i was sitting next to him next like to him. just like he was just chilling out next to me and like hanging out and like we were i was just playing and be like this is so cool this is what everybody's talking yeah about. and then i couldn't pick it up for a bit because it was like one of those things where i was like just damn so i didn't know like so i i get those moments and i thought of like including certain things like that on this list too yeah it's uh it's hard it's not easy losing dogs i <sighs> not losing easy losing anybody, but I, I value my dogs more. I value animals more than a lot of humans. Same. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Um, my number four is so I kind of have it a little bit morbid in this way too. Um, I would go so it's an era one, and you're gonna appreciate this one. I'm sure it's on your list too. But I would go back to the '80s because I feel like I was born in the oh, 80s. Yeah. It's one of my favorite music eras ever. Um, the movies are just fantastic. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off will forever be like one of my favorite uh, movies of all time for Matthew Broderick being just totally clueless with them. Like every, <laughs> uh, everything in that. Um, he killed a guy, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that was uh, well accidentally but yeah definitely so someone was dead um so uh but one of the major reasons i would go back to the 80s is i never got to meet either of my grandfathers and oh. the 80s would have been the era that both of them would have still been alive in okay. um, because my dad's dad died in 86 i believe and then my mom's dad died in 92 the year before i was mm. born um, so I never had a chance to meet either of them during my tour of the eighties where I would want to just go and do everything and meet everyone. Um, I would also take the time to go meet my grandparents and be like, Hey, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm your grandchild. We never get the chance to meet. And I would just like to like sit down with you for an hour and talk That's to amazing. you. Is there any, like, do you ever see like any video of them at all? No, not, not really. Them? Nothing like there's uh, just pictures, pictures stuff like right. that, but like nothing really other than wow. that. Um, so that's, that's a hard it's a one two for one. It's a two for, I mean, yeah. for, for your case, it's a two for one. Yeah. Uh, to kind exactly. of be able to pull that off. So, so I would, I would go back there for so many different reasons related to the eighties, but that would be like the highlight that right. I would go back for, for sure. And to, I'd probably sneak in and watch my parents get married too within that. Yeah. Why they got married not? in 89, I believe. So my parents like did right too. That's, that's funny. cool. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. Great sir. choice, dude. Uh all right. Top three. Brian, you've been hot so far. Let's see what you have here. Oh boy. It's it's gonna take a uh harsh turn where I think people may think this is a waste. But do you ever think about maybe going back in time and purposely drawing things of the future just to mess with archaeologists? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're a child and I love you. Uh <laughs> so go to France to those cave paintings they found, which they think are some of the earliest, if not the earliest cave paintings of all time, and just like <laughs> right where's the beef? 
Or like, would you do like, it in English or another language? Ah, uh, where's the beef? <laughs> Out of all the phrases that would be on that wall, where's the beef? Is the one? <laughs> I don't know. Have it your way. Is that yeah, there? We go. Maybe. Nah, just yeah. Just find a bunch of like current like slogans for. We companies. have the meats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right next to like elk that are drawn on the wall. <laughs> Or or the or the first ever uh, Nike swoosh symbol and just do it underneath. Just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're creating commercials right now. This is a really good idea. Isn't it funny? No, because listen, only you can enjoy it. If you were the one that invented the time machine and he used it for these reasons, <laughs> it's literally a joke just for yourself. Yeah, like, pretty you're much. You're going to go to the future and you almost like created like an alternate timeline where people think that these things have existed forever. <laughs> uh, Everybody's taking like takes months to decipher it. It just says, where's the beef? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. Uh-huh. Good job. Good job. What were they trying to say? <laughs> I have to give kudos to uh, Reddit because I, I was like, I wonder what else people would go and look at. And some guy is like, what if you went back in time and just messed with people? I'm like, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's a good idea. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, my God. That would be. That's, a, yeah, that's definitely That'd a be... movie plot. I don't know if it's been explored quite yeah. yet. My, other than, so there, like, other than the one I said about Joel Schumacher, there are two, like, mess around ones that I would do. And it would be to go back to 2008 and tell my dad to bet the house on the Giants. Like bet everything, Mm. like take the shoes in your closet, take all your clothes, just bet everything you own on this team. And then like, except the beating that I would get when, uh, when Moss scored that touchdown and it looked like the Patriots were going to run away (laughs) with it. I would just accept the backhands that I was going to get over and over again. Uh, but I would do that, and the second one would be to just shoot Patrick Mahomes in the foot when he was a teenager. Not, not to kill him, just shoot him in the foot. Uh, and <laughs> preferably with a something with a nice spread on it to, like, really mess it up. So that, like, he would just be working at, like, in a coaching job or, like, fast food somewhere, just doing something like that. Uh but good, yeah, good God. You, know, those, <laughs> you could go back in time and, and try and convince him to just play professional baseball. Oh, I could do that. See, his dad was a Met, so I can't kill him. Like, yeah. it's just like I, there's something within our family. Ah, but what if you like, do kill him, his dad, and then Patrick is like, oh, I want to play for the Mets in his honor? Oh, I could do that too. Just thinking. I don't know. I don't know how I got there. I don't it's know. the where's the beef inspired me? <laughs> Uh, I love that. If I didn't have respect for you before, I have even more now because you put that out there. Uh, Matt, you're number three. My number three, this is another really, really great vacation that I was able to take. Uh, In 2016, my entire family, not just my unit, uh, but cousins, aunts, uncles, we all decided to go down to the Outer Banks uh, for a week-long trip. Uh, It got testy at times. Uh, but it started off great. I mean, you wake up every day, you watch the sunrise, you got a beautiful beach. We had dolphin swim behind our 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 place, but yeah, did a rented a beach house, and that was the closest I've ever felt uh to them. I played Pokemon Go down there. We just did a lot of stuff together. And you know, it's tough. It, it was a once in a lifetime vacation. The older you get, 
Uh, it gets a lot more difficult to spend time with family. I think in a lot of it, especially those extended uh, family. I mean, you, you're very fortunate with Tyler uh, and I'm sure many yeah. other cousins, but um, just to be together for that, you know, the whole road trip down was great. Uh, me and my cousin and, and, and our now wives, you know, just, just, just chilling in a car and uh, yeah, just, to, just to be that close. I don't know. We, we, Never came close to doing anything like that previously and and probably won't ever again. So um, Outer Banks in 2016. I love that. That's a really, really great one to include on there. It'd be nice to find a bunch of people to to put in. We only ended up paying $300 each. I think it might have been like 10, might have been 10 grand for the house for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my my families would do that a lot of the time. But I'll I'll get to, I feel like I'm going to get to that on this uh-huh. list a little bit. All right. Um. So this, I, I surprised myself by putting this at number three, but I, I, something about it is so attractive to me that I feel like I have to go back and experience it. I want to go to the Roaring Twenties and just, I thought about it, just experience. I thought that. about it, and I was like, oh, I want to be in that era. Um, flappers, the music that that was on back then must have been jazz clubs everywhere. Jazz clubs. Just the, that live interpretation of everything must have been just so cool to just like, if you want to hear it, you have to go and you have to do that. Alcohol is illegal. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, it's illegal. Uh, <laughs> so like that would, that would have been fun. The idea of like prohibition and just being like, yeah, this is like not legal for anybody. That's mind blowing that, they, that anyway. they got away with that for as long as they did. Yeah. Living like, in Niagara Falls, though, though, um, you would be able to probably get Canadian booze, no problem. That is probably, true. Yeah. probably so. I guess there's a whole bunch of tricks that they used to use. Like they used to, I forgot, I seen it somewhere. It was like it looked like a bar of soap, but on it it said, "Do uh, do not place in water; it will create wine." And that's how they would market. But there was no like they couldn't, the government couldn't do anything against it. So that's what people did. They would drop this thing in like a a, a like a gallon of water and they create wine right whoops yeah <laughs> just <laughs> don't drop the soap <laughs> you know what i mean it's, wow gives that a whole new meaning, a whole new meaning. <laughs> wow i love that i'm gonna i'm gonna say that that's the origin of where that comes like the short end of the stick i'm gonna use that for don't drop the soap now you're welcome <laughs> so great one the fact that I have no idea is true or not that I'll just spread to everybody. I'm going to find this bar of soap or, or you guys are discussing your yeah. other ones. Uh, so, yes, that's my number three for that reason. Top two, Brian, bring it in with number two, please. Yeah, this is uh foreign territory for me because when we did crafting and Ryan was chiming in all the time, Ryan was the one that kept going back to like, experience previous points of his life. And in my whole list, I looked at him like, I don't have a what's wrong with me that I wouldn't want to go back and enjoy other memories, moments of my life. Um, And I kind of want to do that now. And it's tough because I'm only going to do this once and and I'm going to do it now. So what do I pick? I got a lot of really good days. Um, I'm sure my wife would like to say our wedding and I agree, but that's just one of those days, right? And then uh, there's some random days, too, of when you were a kid, like stupid stuff that you and your friends did that you shouldn't have been doing and just like laughing about it. Those are the best. I did some dumb stuff when I was a kid. So like going back and enjoying that 
maybe the day that we blew up the mag light with a handmade pipe bomb, you know, and almost killed myself. Literally, it, it, I heard a piece of metal whiz past my ear. It was not. I ordered the phrase on tape that you hear and go, that wasn't safe. <laughs> um, that would be cool to escape escape death once again but I think I'm going to go back to Art Park in 2018 I think this was maybe it was 17 I wish I should probably look at the either way first time I saw 311 got my wife got some of my best friends I had never seen him before diehard fan since 1993 when the you know self-titled album came out and finally seeing them at art park summertime perfect weather great buzz great friends it was the perfect night yes my wedding also was lit like our reception i always like every time i go to a wedding i compare their reception to mine i'm like mine was better Right, mm-hmm. mine was better. Yeah, my this was better. My intros were better. Like I, I was competitive about how I wanted my reception to be. Yeah, something about capturing that, and I, and I said that I was going to have a theme of music and and moments of like to see, and they put on a hell of a set. I learned a whole bunch of new music from them because I was out of touch for a few years. I was in my metal mode. You know, Matt knows I was in a metal band, so I was like diehard in the metal and. I got three CDs uh, at home if you want one. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's got so, a whole body. He's got a garage full of them. So, yeah. 500 CDs. I'll sell them for five cents. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'll take all of them and just distribute them out of my truck. <laughs> I was hoping someone would like blow them up or use them for target practice, but we could. We could do that. We could figure a way out. Very good. Yeah, Very good. I yeah. There's that. a lot of good memories, but yeah, it, you can't beat a perfect moment like that. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt, you're number two, sir. All right. So my number two, I am going to go back to July of 2008. Uh, this is the month my grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, she passed away at the end of the month, July 30th or 31st. And, uh, oh, it sucked. It took me, it took everyone by surprise. She was 67 years old, um, which to me is pretty young. Yeah. Uh and it's crazy because she didn't get to see me graduate high school. It was it was literally the summer before my senior year. Never got to come see me wrestle um, in high school or do my fancy pro stuff. Um, didn't get to see me get married, which always bothered me uh, considerably. And uh, yeah, I mean, I hadn't seen her in like maybe the three. I didn't see her maybe a month, three weeks to a month before she passed. And, you know, that's something I wish I could get back there's a lot of regret there on my end a lot of regret there from over the years um and she was the greatest because she just put us all above her hated getting gifts loved giving gifts uh one of those kind of uh grandparents and you know i have other grandparents that played favorites throughout the years and she never ever did that with us she loved us all the same and i miss her for it so july of 2008 uh would be my number two yeah, that's a that's a really good one to put on there. I like I was saying with my grandparents before, like my my grandmother passed away at 71, my mom's mom. Yeah. So that was another thing. Like she missed a lot of moments and like I missed out on a lot of time with her. Yeah. Like on the other side of that coin. So 
I totally understand wanting to go back to those things. For sure. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's it's weird. Like, it's almost been, I mean, 14 years. It's been 14 years. Like, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Still doesn't feel real. Yeah, it's bizarre. So. Um, now I, I want to use my time machine to tr- travel back in time and give you a shit ton of money that I got from Robin <laughs> stuff. And you throw your grandma the, the absolute most lit party of all fucking Just stuff. She probably would have been mad. She legit hated getting stuff. Not or- that day. Not that day. <laughs> Not huh? that you'd find out her her the dream place she always wanted to visit. You'd find out the her her favorite meal or the best cake or whatever she's ever had. You would, dude. You would hook it up. She got mad at us for buying a water uh, a a pool a kiddie pool so that we could go and and do it in her backyard. She got pissed. She got mad at my uncle for buying a DVD player so we can watch DVDs over her house. Pissed, absolutely pissed. But. Uh, Dan, if you want to do your, I know you're in a bit of a time crunch, but if you want to do your two in one right here, um, I can, I still you're good. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, ju- sure. we can just, yeah, we'll, we'll hit the, hit the gas a little bit, but it's not like, all right. Pressing, I want to make sure to be out of here. Um, no, I'm enjoying this too. And I want to hear that. Uh, my number two, I am going to use my wedding day as my number two. I, it was very recent. Um, it was only, it'll be three months on the 23rd, hey. but I just had, the best one of the best days of my life at my wedding. It was just so much fun. And like the main reason I want to go back is I feel like I didn't get to like talk to enough people or like do things. So I would love to yeah. like have more time to just be able to mingle and to like just say thank you to everybody personally and like really have that time. And just the whole day with my brothers was great. Uh, my wife looked absolutely stunning in her wedding dress and we just had the best day together. And it was really about celebrating us. And it really felt like special everybody created a really really beautiful magic within everything i loved it too because your dad brought pizza and wings into the studio and we recorded in that hot box of a pod cave that was in the middle of summer great that was fun that was i was really happy about that yeah that was a great episode god it is pizza for yeah (laughs) i want pizza so bad I can eat it, but it's just like it's so many calories. I know. Uh, that's the worst. No, but that's a great one. Yeah. My wedding is number two for that reason. Very good. All right. Our number ones. Brian, kick us off, sir. Number one is staying here locally and witnessing Buffalo at its height. It's mm. something I've thought about a lot. It's something that we all know existed. But it seems so foreign now. Like, yeah, we're we're doing okay, you know. You know, it's got a fun spirit around it now. Like, yeah. it's, like I I like what Buffalo is now. But you know damn well that back when the factories, right, all the steel, the the mills, Bethlehem Steel was like open and it's prime. Probably a lot better, you know. Well, I'm thinking like even like going back to like you know we were the first city to have like street lights with electricity. Yeah. No, we were in the we had one of the first skyscrapers. Like the the term skyscraper was invented because of a building built in Buffalo. Right. Yeah. So going back to those times when we were whooping butt and everyone wanted to live here would be really cool. Um, and I don't even need all the millions of dollars that I stole. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with just going back and, and earning my keep just like everyone else did because I mean, the economy was booming. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Very uh, heavily industrialized. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a really good one. Didn't That'd like be amazing. It's a really see. dark day in Buffalo, and now I'm existing in a time where it's hard to imagine that we were anything but a place to see. Right. Yeah. I mean, the World's Fair was uh, no, was it the World's Fair or just the Pan American? I don't remember. No, it was. A, yeah, it was when uh, McKinley got shot. Yeah, at the Pan yeah. the Pan American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Pan Am. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Definitely. No, it's a it's a really cool great one. day. I love the history of everything I do, right? So be wherever I'm live, I want to see like how it progresses. Like they have an old Niagara Falls group page and and they you show they show you what's what you know, like pictures, like what's there now and what used to be there. And I love That's it. Cool. I, I think it's the coolest thing. All right. Very good, my man. My number one, take me to December twenty fourth, nineteen seventy nine, and leave me there for the next ten years hell yeah um i want to see christmas uh I, I love christmas i love watching old christmas videos and stuff i want to see what the culture was like in 79 as far as like what kids were getting with toys and video games the brief the the small amount of video games that we had and then i want to experience the 80s and all of its glory all right all the movies all the music all the video games toys cartoons the food right uh you know just just everything everything's bustling um, you know, uh, it, it was just a great time to be an American mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it, and I don't know how, you know, people think I, I, I love reading about and researching like Ronald Reagan. I thought he was actually pretty great president. I know it's, it's debated by many, but you know, we, we came out on top of the cold war basically in the, in the eighties. It, it's, it was just peak pride, uh, cola wars, everything crack. Cocaine was in its purest form, right? I fuck. I love the eighties. Uh, so yeah, take me to December twenty fourth, nineteen seventy nine, so I can experience Christmas crack. that year. <laughs> so you can experience crack. So I can experience crack. Um, the snow. That's the what snow. you're looking yes, for. The snow. For Christmas. You're looking for the snow. The snow. Leave me there, and then let me write out the decade. And I and when I get to the end, when I get to nineteen ninety, I might just roll it back again. So. Yeah. Uh, so that's my number one. I love that. Um, my number one, I'm going with uh, my family vacation to Virginia Beach in 2015. Beautiful. Um, it was to kind of somewhat celebrate my college graduation, but it was a year early because I um, did five years instead of four. OK, um, but it was just one of the best vacations I've ever been on. I love being in Virginia Beach. We did kind of the same thing you were talking about with the Outer Banks, where um, Beach. Uh, two of my, uh, my mom's sister um so my aunt and her family we all rented a house together uh we stayed there i'm really close with my cousins um so they were there with me uh and it was just the best the weather was perfect um all the shopping we did was great all the food was great i it's one of my favorite spots to vacation to is going over there i've been there twice in april and the water's freezing cold but yeah. it was for wrestling tournaments so i didn't get to enjoy it enjoy it right See, I went in that boardwalk like July, August. I went and it's perfect in the in that season. It's so, so nice. Um, But I just I hold that really close because it was like one of our last like full family vacations together. Um, And it was it it was just something that I would relive over and over and over again. If I could. Um, So for that reason, it made my number one. And it's a sentimental memory. But like. 
it just it strikes such a nice nerve for me. It really does. Yeah. yeah. No, there's some of the happiest memories. And uh again, you never know when they go away. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you got you had a personal one for your number one. Um great list, gentlemen. That was so fun. Brian, thank you for joining us for this one, man. It's been too long since you've been on here. Uh it was an absolute pleasure. And if you ever ask me to come and talk um on anything, I'll figure it out. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a history one soon. We'll make sure we have a nice window at time to just go to town. So, yeah, absolutely. It's not normally this rushed, and I do apologize for that today, but uh, we will. So, we'll so look on your it. podcast feeds for uh, when this uh, the episode comes out because there'll be a disclaimer that says warning featuring Brian Finch. And you can already <laughs> go, oh, it's going to take three hours. I guess the, br- the Brian timer exactly. <laughs> and featuring the Brian timer. Uh, so until next week, on behalf of Brian, Matt, and myself, do you even list? Let's see it.